Grand rising, everybody. Rising grand. Happy, happy new week. Happy new day. It feels like a Monday, but it's not. It's just that I wasn't here yesterday because I was resting. So I pray you guys had a beautiful, beautiful weekend. And I pray you're ready to step into the most amazing week ahead. I had a beautiful weekend. It was filled with celebrations and fun and um, random stuff. Just doing what I love, like, because I can. And I... I'm gently reminded to remind everybody that it's super important that you make space and time to do what you love, like all the time, as much as you can, as often as you can. It's super important. I feel that in this month, we're talking all things influence in Shake the Room. And I sometimes think that we're under the influence of so many things that don't serve us, that don't necessarily help us, that don't um, help us match up with the vibes, right, that we want to attract and be, because we're so consumed by being busy. We are so consumed by being busy. And y'all know what I'm feeling to say. Busy is the greatest distraction of all time. It distracts you from what it is that you've really got to do. So many people fill up their to-do lists and fill up their days and fill up their schedules because they feel that the more that they do is the more that they'll get or the more that they do is the more that they'll achieve. But this morning, this morning's title of the room is called Check Your Posture. And the reason why I've called it Check Your Posture is because I feel like we're being positioned and placed. We always have been. We've always been perfectly positioned and divinely placed. But hear what? You ain't going to know your position if you're busy being distracted doing the wrong things. You're not going to know where you've been placed if there's too much noise going on in your life. There's too much noise going on in your mind. You're not going to know what I call discernment. You're not gonna know your intuition. You're not gonna have a relationship with it. You're not gonna know what's your next best move. If you are busy being distracted, if you are busy filling up your to-do list, if you are running around doing more, in terms of checking your posture, I wanna remind somebody that we're human beings. We're not human doings, we're human beings. So as you step into this new week, as you step into this new day, a brand new point of attraction, a brand new point of vibration, a brand new point of perspective, if you choose, I just wanna remind somebody, you can have a suddenly at any time. Your life can change at any moment. But are you willing to check your posture of how you're being? And as I woke up, I was like, how do I get this message across? I've been going back a lot over the last couple of weeks going back I've been going back listening to old clubhouses I've been going back through my notebooks I've been going back 
to speeches, sermons, people, messages that have shared things with me along my journey. I've been going back to my childhood. I've been going back to find those parts of me that I've forgotten about. The parts that say, you know what? Nothing really matters but to wake up and have the flipping best day. Nothing really matters but to have fun. Nothing really matters but how I feel right here, right now. Nothing really matters apart from the fact if I'm doing the very best with what I have now, yo, that's enough. My bank balance doesn't define me. My job role doesn't define me. My circumstances do not define me because I've been going back to get crazy about what's to come. I've been going back to go and look at all of the miracles that have happened in my life. Yo, I've been going back to remember them. I've been going back to claim them. How many of you can give yourself permission to do that? Because we've been in Clubhouse for a minute. When I actually went back and listened to where the Clubhouse started, like Shake the Room, it started by me coming in once a week, literally once a week on a Wednesday evening, just to um, drop the ethos of shaking the room, which was literally just to encourage people to take up space encourage people to be unapologetic about who they are, encourage people to have more confidence than they've ever had, encourage people to stop counting yourself out, encourage people to stop playing small. And all of the early clubhouse rooms are on my podcast, A Cup of Tea. And on that podcast, in all of the early ones, I was giving you like steps. I was asking people questions. I was dropping knowledge on things that you could absolutely apply now. You ain't got to wait till all the ducks line up. You ain't got to wait till it makes sense. You ain't got to wait till you're in a pit. No, you could just do some stuff now that could just change so much in your life. And I remember one day I walked into this room and I was talking and I had a singer and we were speaking about something and the energy was so dead. It was so dead. So much so, I didn't put that podcast out because I was like, this is dead. This ain't a reflection of anything that I do, bro. I am not posting this. I didn't post it. And that day I sat with myself and I was like, okay, all right, cool. You know, people were asking me to jump on Clubhouse because I was in here anyways. And they were like, come on, when are you going to do a room? When are you going to do a room? And I was like, I'm not doing rooms. Like, I'm not doing rooms. I'm in Clubhouse just catching a vibe, figuring it out. I'm not doing rooms. And they were like, what? But you've got so much to share. And I was like, and I'm sharing it because at the time I was doing a course called The Level Up and I was doing my classes and writing my books. And I was just been obedient to what I needed to do at that time. And I said to them, the only way that I'm going to do rooms is when spirit tells me to do rooms. Until then, I ain't doing it. I'm not just jumping on the wave because that's the next place for people to build. That's the next place for people to have impact. That's the next place for people to be. Now, bro, now I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. 
I was willing, I was so willing to be under the influence of my own thoughts, of my own journey, of my own story, and what that looks like to me at the given time. Plus, at that time, there was things that I needed to focus on. There was things that I needed to do. And I wasn't prepared to just do everything because somebody said to do it. How much of you are doing everything? Are doing everything because somebody said to do it? How much of you are chilling because you haven't believed that you've been built for something? How much of you are taking baby steps and you've been taking baby steps for the last 10 years, but you haven't realized that there's a season's change. So now it's time to run. How much of you have been running, 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 doing the most, but you don't recognize there's a season change. So now it's time to be still. How much of you have been still so much that you've got the plan, you've got the vision, you've got the steps, but you won't take action to follow through? Where are you? What's the posture and positioning in your life right now? What are you doing that you need to exchange that brings you into alignment with how you're being? It's not what we do for a living that makes a difference to our life or anybody else's life. It's how we choose to be. It's how we choose to be. And I hear somebody say, well, what's the difference? The difference is there was a time in my life where I woke up every day as an adult. And I went to uni, because I believed that at uni, I was gonna get the qualification that I needed to elevate what I loved. And what I loved was dancing. And what I loved was teaching. And so I went to do a degree in performing arts because I wanted to, one, fill out everything that I said I was gonna do. And two, really just be qualified to teach, qualified to dance. Imagine something I'd done my whole life. I wanted to be qualified in the worldly things to do it. And it was one of the worst experiences of my life. And I'll tell you why. Because it broke everything I believed about myself. My confidence went from being on a 10 to a minus 0.0.0 non-existence of zero of zero of zero. Real talk. Real talk. Because let me tell you, the uni that I went to, bruh, those teachers were magnificent. Those students were bomb, bomb, diggity, bomb, bomb. And although I was following a path of what I loved, I kind of woke up one day and I was like, bro, who is this? I don't know nothing about this person. 
And I was talking about me. I always danced because I loved it. I wasn't trained to dance, I could just dance. So I always did what I loved without the training. But now I had to be trained, I had to be relearning. I had to be relearning everything I thought I knew. At the age of what, 19? And not only that, drama and dance, yeah, I was cool, I could body that, it was fine. Drama I loved because I loved the vulnerability. I loved being other characters. I loved learning people's stories and I loved bringing them to life. But the way that the classrooms were set up, <laughs> you just had to get up and perform. I was used to working as a part of a team. I was used to um, just being a part of a team. But when it got to uni, it was all about you. It was all about solos, monologues, um, individual dance pieces, everything that was out of my comfort zone. And I could endure it for a little bit of the time, but after a while, bruh, it broke me. Better yet, we had to step into professional vocal training. The fuck? Nah, can we skip that chapter, please? One day I sang and the man said, your tone is so horrible. He said, it is so horrible. Your breathing is horrible. But I didn't want to sing in the first place. And then you make me sing solo. And then you say that. And then, oh, I got to sit in the class and check my posture. Keep it together. Keep it together. Keep it together. Don't break because it makes you weak. Be strong, take the lessons and go, sis. And then the train journey home, your self-talk is like, nah. And then you're talking to yourself like, come on, come on, you gotta get better, you're gonna do fine, it's okay. You're not supposed to be a singer. You never wanted to be a singer. Master drama and dance, master it. And it was that season that taught me so much. It taught me so much about me that I never saw before. It taught me so much about my flaws that I had to accept. It taught me so much about what I thought I knew that I had to address. I'm just gonna go back and say that again. It taught me so much about my flaws that I had to accept. And it taught me so much about what I thought I knew that I had to address. I don't care what chapter of your life you're on right now. It could be the chapter called glory. It could be the chapter called a pit. It could be the chapter called the next best thing is up next. It could be the chapter called excitement. It could be the chapter called joy. I don't know what chapter you're personally on, but here's what I do know. In every chapter, there's some things that we're going to have to accept. That actually, if we give ourselves permission to accept them, we give ourselves the key to freedom. As much as there's some things that we're going to have to address, 
And if we choose to ignore them, they're going to come back again in another season. And let me tell you one other top tip. There's some things that we're going to have to relearn. Are you willing to check your posture in the season that you're in? What is it about your current circumstances that if you just accepted them for what they are, you would be able to let them go? What are you trying so hard to change? Yet if you just fully accepted it for what it is, you would learn the power of letting go. You would learn the power of surrendering. What is it in this current season that if you just chose to address it head on, face on, you stopped putting it on the back burner, you stopped putting it on your to-do list, but you just done it now. How would that have an impact on you right now? What is it that you thought you knew, but now you've been given new evidence? You've been given different awareness. You've been given different options. So you've got to make a different decision. Are you willing to do that? Or are you going to hold on to the same old idea? At that season, when I went to train to be a dancer, I, I, I was thriving and being like a street dancer. I was thriving in, in what I could do and what I was good at. At the audition, when I had to do ballet and jazz and contemporary, I knew it was an audition. So guess what? I put my best foot forward. I acted like I was a jazz dancer, like I was a ballerina, like I was a contemporary dancer, like I had skills and techniques and stuff that I didn't have. And guess what? It's the same thing that got me in the room. If you've ever been to any type of performance, performance-based um, university, you've got to audition to get in. You don't just get a spot. Not everybody gets in. And I'd done the audition in faith. I knew I didn't have all of the skills they were asking for, but I knew I could, I could become it. I knew that with the right training, I would be better than I was going in. I knew that being surrounded by the right people, I could make a change. And so I lived up to the assignment. I did what needed to be done. But as the weeks unfolded, as the weeks unfolded and different things happened, I watched my self-confidence go down, down, down. I watched my self-belief go down, down, down. My self-awareness was huge. It was up. It was all the way up. But my confidence and my self-belief, a whole zero point minus, 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 non-existent. And they reached a point where I finally decided, you know what? Nah, this isn't for me. I can't do this to myself. And I used to fight with what's the difference between giving up and letting go? Like, what's the difference? Because I'm not a quitter. I don't quit, it's not what I do. But I could not take the pain of what I was feeling any longer. 
And if you've ever done any type of like proper dance training, it's physical pain as well. Your body, your feet, your, my feet used to be blistered from the dancing, my muscles tired, my mind worn out, my emotions brought all over the place, exhausted. And guess what? I had my three, four, five month baby at home. I went to uni when he was just three months. I was leaving my house at seven o'clock in the morning and coming back at 10 o'clock at night. The word on the street was, I'm a part-time mum. The story I felt was, I'm a part-time mum. But there was a bigger picture in my belly. I didn't really care what it looks like then. One thing I knew is that one day, my son would have been proud of me, proud of the decisions that I made, proud of the dreams that I still chose to follow, proud of the stuff that I was willing to sacrifice so that we could have a different outcome. I wasn't going to settle. I wasn't gonna just quit. I wasn't gonna just give up. But it came to a point where it felt like, okay, cool, I'm quitting. Now I'm quitting, I'm not doing this. And I battled with the decision of quitting and letting go and what the difference is. And I finally made up my mind that, you know what? If this is for me and this is the route that I'm supposed to take, maybe it's not the season now, but I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll come back, I'll do it again, I'll figure it out. And so I only did a year of that course, I didn't do the three years. And when I went to my teachers to say like, yeah, I'm, I'm not coming back, I'm not doing the next year. All of them sat down, the vocal teacher, the performing, the, the singing, the um, dance teacher, the drama teacher, and I was already strong at this point. I'd made up my mind, it was done. I'm gonna go home, take care of my son. I'm gonna just, just yeah, enjoy being a mum for a bit. Because I'd walked out of college. I was pregnant with him in my last year of college and I'd gone to straight to uni. So I didn't really enjoy being a mum. In between that time, I'd got given my house. So I moved into my home. It was a lot of changes at, in a small period of time. So I was like, it's cool. I'm a chill for a bit. And I went to see my teachers and they said to me, we were disappointed in you. And I was like, ah, sorry, what? <laughs> they said, at the audition, we were like, who is this girl? And then every week we just saw you crumble. That was the dance teacher. the dance teacher, the thing I loved the most, that's what she said to me. And I weren't mad at her, because it was true. It was pure facts. I went in on a hundred and I left there on minus a hundred thousand and confidence. My posture completely changed. My posture completely changed. Not based on where I was going, not based on what I actually knew to be true, which is that I would have been better as a result of the training. 
I would have been more seasoned in my skills and my talents as much as my emotions, my mental game. But I didn't adjust my posture to face what I was going through. I crumbled, literally. The singing teacher said, I knew you had more, but you wouldn't have believed it if I told you. So I said things that was supposed to develop a fight in you, that was supposed to develop you believing in you. I failed the assignment, bro. Legit failed. I believed every damn thing that you told me. Yep, it's awful, it's not good. Yep, that's correct, absolutely correct. That's a word. And the drama teacher was like, we'll see you. We'll see you. And I walked out of that room with three completely different messages. And I cried so much. I couldn't even wait. I couldn't even wait till I got out of the room. I cried, I cried, I cried, I cried so much. Because I didn't disappoint anybody but myself. I disappointed nobody but myself. Because I let the noise around me get too loud. I let the expectation that I had on myself, first of all, break me. Then I just heard it bounce back through everyone and everything from being a part-time mom to not being good enough to yada, 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 to losing my friends, whatever, the, whatever, the, whatever it was. I used to be on my way back calling my friends like I normally would. Hey girl, what's up? Oh, sorry, babes, I'm busy. I'll speak to you later. My phone never rang in that season. Because I had my man and my child and my uni. Life was good, apparently. but it was one of the most darkest seasons of my life. But that was like 2006, it's 2021. There's so much light in that darkness that it was blinding me. There's so much light in your darkness that some of y'all think is the darkness that you're blinded by and it's not, it's the light. There's so much light in your pit. There's so much light in your story. There's so much light in your circumstances. There's so much light in your struggles. There's so much light in your trauma. There's so much light in your trials, bro, it's blinding you. Because when's the last time you checked your posture? Some of us are so happy when the wave comes in because we think, oh, I get a break. 
And I just feel like you've been asked to be the break. You've been asked to break some things. There was so many reasons why I went to uni and so many reasons why I left. And I did go back. Of course I went back. I went back years later and I did a different thing. I was more seasoned, I was more ready. I was like, yes, come on T. Because I recognized I had to be my own cheerleader, regardless to what was or wasn't happening, I had to be my own cheerleader. And when I started to cheer for me, and when I believed in the process, and when I trusted the process, and when I continued to have faith in the process, guess what? Everything around me trusted it too. When you actually recognize how much power you have over your circumstances, you would absolutely stop counting yourself out. You would absolutely start working with what's working for you. You would absolutely check your posture. You would absolutely start vibing higher. If I knew then what I knew now, oh my God. If I knew then that I was so responsible for my emotions as they were unfolding. You see one way we wake up and our emotions feel heavy our emotions feel like something's going on, but I don't really know what it is. Our emotions are simply parts of us saying, are you in alignment with your highest self right now? And every time that we're not, we don't feel good. That's all they are. But guess what? That's all we need. Imagine that you have got your own GPS, it's your own built-in GPS that is navigating you and telling you where to go. And it's called your emotions. And those emotions say, hey, Sarah, we're on point today because we woke up feeling good, baby girl. Run with this path, run with this emotion, keep doing this thing, and it's going to lead you to where you want to go. Just as much as when you wake up and your head's banging and you feel meh and you don't feel so good. They're saying, yo, Paul, Paul, this ain't it, you know. Paul, bro, this, this, is, not the, this is not the job, bro. Bro, this ain't the relationship. Yo, yo, fam, this is not the thinking. But we ain't listening. And then we live in the world. And the world tells us, handle your emotions. Stop being so emotional. Because the world knows how powerful your emotions are. You are so finely tuned that your whole beingness, not your whole doingness, your whole beingness knows you more than you know yourself. So it knows that when things don't feel so great, all it's asking you to do is ask a question. What really doesn't feel great? What am I not listening to? 
What am I scared of? What am I thinking? What am I creating in my mind? Because more often than not, that's where it starts. It starts from the stories that we've been telling ourselves. And we keep telling them. And we keep living them. And we keep experiencing them. And better yet, because this really is how powerful we are, we keep creating them. And so when's the last time that you've checked your posture and you've said, bruh, what do I actually want to create? If I could wake up in my ideal day, what would that look like from beginning to end? Who would I talk to? What experiences would I have? How many times would I laugh? How many times would I have joy? How many times would I do something random? And I feel like many of us don't do that second part. We wake up every day and we just walk into the day. We just walk into the day. But when do you wake up and say, stop? What am I gonna create today that's dope? What am I gonna create today that's gonna give me so much joy? What am I going to create today that when I go to bed, bruh, I'm going to be happy. Before I even go to bed, I'm going to be so happy because every step I take, every conversation I have, every interaction, it is like joy, joy filled. Because sometimes I feel like we think we got this big assignment. Going to uni felt like a big assignment. But what would have happened if I just took it one day at a time? What would have happened if I just said every day I'm going to experience joy? Every day I'm going to be in the driver's seat of creating the day that I want, thinking through the day that I want, feeling up to the day that I want. What do I mean by feeling up to the day that I want? Last week, I woke up one day and my head was kicking. It was like a whole drum percussion system going on in my head. Bada bam, boom, bam, boom, bam, bada dam, bam, boom, bam. I was like, bruh, who's playing bass in my head today? And then I kept going, oh God, I don't feel good. Oh, I don't feel good. And then I could feel the hot flashes coming. I don't feel good. I've made up in my mind that I'm going through menopause at like 34, guys. And I caught myself and I was like, girl, you still do drama every day of your lives. <laughs> no wonder they said they'll see you. You love making drama your reality. And then I said to myself, how many times have you said you don't feel good? How many times have you paid attention to your head banging? So I changed it. I was like, I feel so good. I feel amazing. I legit feel good. And I started to tell myself, reach for the next best good feeling. Reach for the next best good feeling. So I just started laughing. I found everything funny. Everything was making me laugh. And the minute that I changed how I was feeling and actually what I was paying attention to, guess what? How I felt actually changed. A day which would have been very easy for me to stay in my bed because I kid you not, my head was thumping. I was like, okay, cool, you've been in the house too long, get out, take a walk. I took a walk, I shifted my environment. 
I focused on feeling good. I was asking myself questions like, why am I feeling like this? I was not willing to just accept that that is how I was going to feel for the rest of the day. As much as I was willing to ask questions to figure out what it is that I needed to accept, I then had to say, what do I need to address? And I started to address it. And then I replaced some of the things that came up, like not feeling good, like wanting to go back to bed, like thinking I deserve a day of rest with girl, get up, reach for the next best feeling thing, laugh, do something that gives you joy. And it's as tiny as that, as much as it's as big as that. You could go to a job every day that you don't feel good at and you could actually be in that not good feeling. Or you could go to a job every day that you don't feel good at and look at the opportunities as to why you're there. As much as you could do it for a relationship, as much as you can do it for your emotions, as much as you could do it for your thinking, you have the power to create change. But sometimes, we don't create that change just from looking forward, just from wanting to run into the future. Sometimes your future decisions can keep pulling you forward. They can keep pulling you forward. They can keep pulling you forward. They can keep allowing you to check your posture. They can keep reminding you to check how you're being. They can invite you to ask the right questions or talk to the right people. Sometimes, but other times, the things that you're missing are because you're not willing to go back. You're not willing to say, what did that season teach me that I've forgotten about? What did that relationship teach me that I could use now? What did my parents give me that I need to remember now? What did that teacher say to me that could encourage me? Sometimes we're so good at looking back to catch the pain, to collect the trauma, to pick up the conversations that allow us to play small. But what about the gold dust? What about the gems? What about the things that if maybe if you remembered it, you would remember who you are? So I'm just saying, it's a new week. It's a brand new day. It's a brand new point of attraction and a brand new point of vibration. How are you gonna to vibrate today? That's gonna to allow you to be in the correct posture so that you are perfectly positioned for what it is that you want to receive. Many of us want more money, a bigger house, a new car, the ideal relationship, the marriage, the job that we wake up to every single day and be of service, they say. But we haven't got the resilience. We haven't got the, the time management. We haven't got the flexibility. 
We haven't got the adaptability. We haven't got the commitment, the loyalty, the persistence, the integrity that it takes to manage or lead within those things. But are we checking our posture? Because it's all good and well to be good and well when it's all good and well. But how are you being when things don't go how you think they should go? How are you being when things don't come when you think they should come? How are you being when things don't work out how you think they should work out? Are you reflective? Do you even reflect? Or do you just project, 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 project? Project blame. Project, well, if I would have or could have or should have or would have or maybe when or when the docs line up. Huh? Because I'll wait until all your ducks line up. And we'll be waiting forever. But what if you checked your posture now? And you said, bruh, forget a to-do list. I'm going to live in the randomness of what I feel. I'm going to go do something I love and see if it ignites something else. I'm going to create space in my life to be flexible. Yo, I'm going to do something different like I've never done it before. Actually, you know what? Better yet, instead of this excuse list, which I've been building my whole life, I'm going to work on an execution list. Everything that I execute, I'm going to record. Everything that I do, I'm going to write it down. Every time that I achieve something, I'm going to celebrate it. How many of us are in that lane? An execution lane. Because it might be a slower paced lane. It might be the slowest paced lane on the motorway. But because we're busy and we're working on our own time, we're always trying to get things done. We're always rocking with a to-do list. We're always trying to figure out the quickest way, the easiest way, the simplest way. And we've got scared of doing some hard things. We've got scared of putting a little bit of hard work in. We've got scared of watching the results come over time. Over time, not in our time, over time. We've got scared of starting something because it might take us 10 years to finish it. But we've already been in the game 30 years. 20 something years, some of y'all 50 years, 60 years, but we're scared to start a new thing because we think we ain't got time. Well, how much time have you already put in? Better yet, you might be the one to start it, but you might not be the one that's called to finish it, but it will never get done if you didn't start it. So I'm just sliding through today to say, what's your posture, sis? What's your posture, bro? 
Who are you when things are going to plan? Who are you when things fall apart? Who are you when you're asked to start something new? Who are you when you're asked to go back? Who are you when the season changes? Can you adapt? Are you flexible? Or are you ignorant and arrogant? Who are you when you've got to commit to something? Who are you when you're being called to be disciplined? Because discipline is the greatest form of self-love, but confidence is a result of it. And some of us can't have confidence in something. Our posture's weak. That's why we're not confident about who we are. Our posture's weak. Because we ain't got no confidence in the creator. Our posture's weak. Because we keep trying to do everything alone. Our posture's weak. Because we don't trust in the unknown. Our posture's weak because we don't know when to let go. How's your posture, sis? How's your posture, bro? Are you resilient? Are you bold? Are you courageous? Are you confident? Are you valuable? Are you even lovable? Do you even like yourself? What's your posture? What's your current state of beingness that allows you to execute every single day? Yeah, ask yourself. Because I tell you guys what, you're not capable of some things. You're capable of everything. You're capable of everything. And one of our biggest fears is simply that we're inadequate. And so we live up to being inadequate every day. We actually seek evidence of being inadequate. It's time to seek greatness. It's time to be great. It's time to power up. You ain't even got to make no noise. People know a great presence when you feel it. When you feel it. Y'all think it's the things that you hear that have an imprint on you? No, babes. It's the way they made you feel. 
It's the way they made you feel. That's why it feels like some words have more value than others. It's because of the frequency that you receive them on. So it's the frequency that you put them out on. When I used to coach, I used to tell people from the beginning, if there's one thing I ask of you, it's not to lie to me, because you'll never be lying to me. My spirit is a live wire. It picks up a liar. So you're never lying to me. But the level of disrespect, believe me, I don't have energy for it. But it's the lies that we tell to ourselves. I feel them. So they could make it sound as pretty as they want it to sound, but I feel the lie. Sometimes people greet you and they say, hi. And you know what you felt. You felt that, can't stand her. You felt that, who do they think they are? But they said, hi. You never felt that though, did you? Just like when you really feel the love and the presence of the presence that created you, it's so overwhelming. It's just like when people get asked to be married and that, that feeling is just so overwhelming. It's like, whoa, somebody has chosen to do life with me. Someone has seen me, someone has picked me, someone has valued me. When you feel that type of love, it's not something to play with. But so much of us settle for mediocre. So much of us settle for a tickle and a scratch. And I'm not just talking about in the bedroom. I'm talking about how we live our lives. We'd rather live with the tickle and the scratch and the hustle and the bustle of what we can get or what we can do. But I just wanna ask you, who are you willing to be? Who are you willing to be? And let that sit with you today. Check your posture. Check your posture. Check the frequency that you're on, the vibrations that you're giving out. Living a life of joy doesn't necessarily mean that everything goes upon your want list. But I'm telling you, you get absolutely everything you need. We always have done. We just didn't know that we needed it. And some of the things that we needed the most, bruh, are the same things that we're going to have to give are the same things that we're gonna to have to share. Whether you didn't have the daddy or the mummy or the love or the positive affirmation that you so felt you needed, you've had to become it. You're still in a journey of becoming it. 
that's why you had to go and learn about it. That's why you had to dig about it. That's why you had to pray about it. That's why you had to ask about it. Because you've got to be the one to give it. But if we're busy being distracted by what it is that we think that we need, we'll never have to understand what we've got to give. We'll never understand what we've got to be. I'm so grateful for every season that has and will continue to teach me what I need because it allows me to see what I've got to give. I want to pray for you guys. I want to pray that in this week, you're deeply encouraged, like deeply encouraged to be so great. You're deeply encouraged to see old things with new perspective. You're deeply encouraged to rise up to the occasion of who you really are, not what you think you are, of who you really are. You're actually deeply encouraged to think less and be more. You're deeply encouraged to be flexible and adaptable. You're deeply encouraged to move with the seasons as they change. You're deeply encouraged to trust your process and weigh it up against no one else's process. You're deeply encouraged to know that you are exactly where you need to be you're deeply encouraged to know that, yo, it's not over, it's not done. You're deeply encouraged to start. You're deeply encouraged to build. You're deeply encouraged to press. You're deeply encouraged to be your absolute best self. However that looks, whatever it looks like. You're just deeply encouraged to invest in it. And when you do, do me a favor, share it with us. Share your best self with us. Take up space being your best self. I dare you. And if you're in a season where you feel like you're stuck, there is so much content on the podcast that can just give you steps especially the early ones that can actually give you tangible steps to move tangible steps to build a blueprint tangible steps to absolutely change your perspective your point of view and your life right now not tomorrow right now do it i gave you guys a plug on friday i'm going to plug it again i want you to write a hope list Hold only positive energy. What do you hope for that you ain't stepped into yet? I dare you to write it out today. I hope to be a homeowner. I hope that my children stop living these crazy lives. I hope that my bank balance stops going to minus, whatever it is. 
I hope that I can wake up and feel like I'm living a purposeful life. I hope that I can be a blessing. Whatever it is that you want, I dare you to write it in hope. Hold only positive energy. I give you all the simplest things to do. Because it's the simple things that carry a lot of weight. It's the simple words that you've made mean so much. It's the simple experiences that you've added up and created a whole book with. It's the simple things. So why don't you start now with the simple things and create the shift that you want, the shift you deserve and the shift that you've always desired. Does anyone have any questions, thoughts, ideas, or any just realizations from this? I wanna say monologue, because it wasn't really like a conversation. I pray that you feel me speaking to you, not at you. I'm in a place of change, I can feel it. I can actually feel it. And I'm so grateful. And I tell you why, because I don't know where it's gonna take me. I don't know what I'm gonna be asked to do next, but I'm not worried about it. But I a thousand percent know it's a season of change. I can feel it. And I'm not gonna block it. I'm just open and obedient. And sometimes that's all we've got to practice patience, trust in the small things, doing the small things, knowing that you are blessed beyond measure. And we are blessed publicly for the things that we do privately. We are blessed publicly for the things that we do privately. What are you willing to be who are you willing to be in private? What's your self-talk like? What's your emotions like? What's your state of being like? What's your conversations like privately? Because that's how you'll be blessed publicly. Who are you willing to be? And again, write it out and read it every single day. Read it every single day until you believe it. Read it every single day until you wake up in it. Write the vision, make it clear. And for those of you that are really ready to experience something great, I dare you to write it and ask God about it before you read it. Because is it really of you? Is it of him? Are you willing to surrender your plans for his plans? Check your posture. Be great. Have an incredible day. I feel people are moving through some heavy stuff right now. So be kind to yourself. Honestly, be kind. 
and find a way to have joy today. Find a way to be happy. Find a way to do something you love, even if it looks mad. Do it. Book that trip, that vacation, that that random thing, that jumping out of the plane, whatever it is that you've always wanted to do, do it. You're waking up every day, going to work and getting money. And you're not using it to experience, to create the life that you want to live. Whose job is it? Whose responsibility is it to actually create the life that you want to live? Whose job is it? Whose responsibility is it? And what are we doing about that responsibility? Live it in your imagination, babes. It's a great place to be. It's better than this thinking stuff that y'all be doing. Nobody's got no questions. Nobody's got no thoughts or no ideas. I want to shift the room. I want to do a room swap with somebody. I'm going to speak to some of the people in the space. I want to do um, another evening room. Two mornings, two evenings. I'm actually still very high from Friday's room. Friday's room was bomb, bomb, diggity, bomb. Like I'm actually going to upload that room today because that was bomb, bomb, diggity, bomb, bomb, bomb. So if you are here in the week and you're listening to all of this content and you're listening to all of this stuff and you don't know what to do with it or maybe you're doing something with it and you are not sure um, how it's working out or maybe it is working out and you're getting incredible results Fridays is the day to be in here and share your story the rest of the week we're pumping into you we're just giving you things that you can use we're sharing our stories but on Fridays we open up the stage and we invite everybody in the room to come to the stage don't let that scare you because you don't have to come to the stage um, but we hope that over time more and more people will keep coming and sharing their stories but for now, when you're in these rooms, Tuesdays to Thursdays, Monday to Thursdays, and you're hearing tips and tricks and strategies, apply them, apply them, use them. And also don't feel like you need to take everything, take what you need for where you're at and what you're going through. Some of you might walk out of this room and go, you know what, I just need to pray more. Some of you might walk out and go, you know what? I need to believe in myself more. Some of you might need to walk out and say, you know what? I need to stop doing the most and I need to be quiet and get still. And this is what you've got to learn. This is why in my spirit in these last couple of weeks, it's been saying to me discernment, discernment, discernment. I've got a question. It says, if your heart is telling you to do something that you don't want to do anymore, but it's like your heart has desired it for so long, it's like muscle memory to want that thing. Mm. So what I feel you're saying, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, in the thing is, sometimes our hearts are telling us to do something because we've wanted it forever. We've wanted it so bad, but it might not be the thing that's for us. And to be honest, my advice is that's where you practice letting go. If you've given anything, all that you've got, all that you've got, I think this is the trouble. I think sometimes we tiptoe into something. We tiptoe into it. We dip our toe in and go, oh, nah. 
we don't jump in and give it all we've got. So if you've given it all you've got, all that you've got, you've left nothing on the table. You've said, yo, I have given this everything. I followed my heart 100%. Then you know what? And it's still not working out and it's still not letting you go. There's more friction and conflict and contrast. Let it go. Let it go. Surrender. Because this is the thing. Sometimes our heart's telling us exactly where to go. We ignore it because it's a whisper. And we're like, we ain't got the time, we ain't got the money, we ain't got the support, we ain't got the resources. Oh, I'm gonna look like a fool. I'm not educated, I'm not qualified. Whatever it is, so we don't do it. But it's only when you get in that room is why you know that you were supposed to be in that room. And it might not be the assignment. My assignment when I went to university wasn't so that I became the most qualified dance teacher or trainer that I thought I was going to be at that time. That wasn't why I went there. But I had to go there to figure out why I really went there. Sometimes we want things because they're a fantasy. We want things because we absolutely believe we're going to be better as a result of that thing. But we never give ourselves permission to fully experience it. We never give ourselves permission to fully go into it. But there was a whole reason as to why we've been called to that thing. And if you stopped counting yourself out and you counted yourself in and you leave everything on the table, one, you're either going to become better as a result of it, as in you're going to master your craft, you're going to get everything that you need, it's going to grow and blossom and boom, or you're going to go there and get something else that you need. Because if your heart is telling you, it's not your head, but your heart, your feeling, your gut is pulling you and leading you, go. But at the same time, if you're fighting with, I'm giving everything, I'm doing everything, I'm doing the most, and it's still not working out, let it go. Does that answer your question? Let go. That's when we hold on too tight. And the blessing don't come because we're not willing to trust the process. Let it go. And you know that whole saying, if it's for you, it won't miss you. And let me tell you another secret. If it's really for you, bruh, it's going to come back in a way that you wouldn't even understand. That's the magic of living in now. And sometimes... The reason why a lot of us don't experience manifestation, the miracle, the blessing, is because we haven't let it go. So we're living in our expectations. We're living in our expectations. When there's a whole provider, a whole provider, that's not even going to give you what you expected, but way more. Just got to let it go. It's the power of living in now. And the power of trusting the season that you're in. Don't hold on to anything too tightly. If it's too heavy and you've given all that you've got. Don't forget that part. Give all that you've got. I was having that same conversation with somebody last night. They completely regret a whole relationship 
because they just made bad decisions the whole time through it. And as I listened to them speak, I said, thank you so much, God, for teaching me the thing that I hated the most. And what I hated the most as a child was being vulnerable. I didn't like it. I thought it was a weakness. But I got into a relationship and very early in that relationship, I saw, I, I looked at the guy and I saw myself and I was like, whoa, this guy is so scared to love that he will do anything to stop it. He's so scared to love that he will protect it. He's so scared to love that he will just fuck up, to be quite frank. And I saw myself. So I was like, okay, well, what I'm going to do is the opposite. I'm going to be vulnerable. I'm going to leave everything on the table. I'm going to leave everything on the table. You know, sometimes you be in a relationship and there's so many things you want to say and you just don't say them. No, I said everything. There's so many things that you wish you could tell somebody, but you don't because they might not be in a place to receive it. No, I said everything. I gave everything. I did everything. So if you think that I've got one regret, ha, I do not. I do not. Because up until that point, I used to believe, just give 80, keep 20 for yourself, just give 80. No, give everything. And that's the state of vulnerability that many of us won't go to because we're scared to be hurt. We're scared to lose out. We're scared to not be seen or, or lose everything. Bruh, if you give everything, what do you think you're going to get back? And again, it might not be on your timing. More often than not, it will not be. But I'm telling you, you will be paid in full. One year, the only three words that I rocked with for the whole year was paid in full. That was it. That's all I focused on, being paid in full. Paid in full. Another year, all the words I focused on was all energy in. Three words. I develop a three-word mantra every year. Every year. When I'm asking you to check your posture, what's the mantra that you're living by? What's the mantra that you wake up and can motivate you all the time? What's the mantra that can keep you in check? What is it? If you work with me, you know I get you to develop your own mantras all of the time. I want three words that are going to remind you. Whether I walked into a dance class, I had them saying all energy in. When they were tired, we cut that music, the whole room, all energy in, all energy in. When lockdown kicked in, it didn't matter because our mantra was all energy in. We weren't changing the pace. We were focused. And so that helped us check our posture. There was a year, money seemed to be scarce, relationships non-existent, self-love, what was that? Guess what? Paid in full. Paid in full. Another year, I was feeling flaky, crown on always. Didn't matter what was happening, speaking to my sons, bro, crown on always. What's your posture? Any more questions before I leave? I'm going to leave. I picked a stick this morning. I picked a lot of sticks this morning. But I loved that one of the sticks I picked from the scripture was 
be strong and courageous. And I really feel like that's how I'm having to be right now. So I love that. But one of the other sticks I picked was financial freedom loading. And of all the sticks that I picked, one, two, three, four, five sticks this morning to kickstart my day, I found that I haven't read the book, but I just felt like this was the page to read to you guys. <laughs> and I'm reading the first line and I laugh. Do you aspire to be comfortable or would you prefer to be free? Have you considered financial freedom as a lifestyle or possibility? Financial freedom allows you to have time and time allows you to be. <laughs> we are human beings, not human doings. Therefore, we must create time and space to be. Brah, if you came into the room this morning, I'm just going to keep doing this. I stick to one formula in these rooms. My formula is this. I get a word, a question sometimes. It could just be check your posture. It could be motivation versus discipline. It could be, are you capable of being great? I genuinely ask the you. I say, God, what should I talk about? And it just gives me a sentence. I literally then walk into the room and I will find some story, something in my head to speak about. Before then, I randomly pick sticks. I don't read the books. I don't read the pages. I feel which one of those sticks do I want to read about. And then I go on a whole run of just talking to you guys. Just talking off of my head top. There's no notes in front of me. I just talk. And then at the end of the room, I'll go back to one of my actual journals, one of my notes or one of the books that I've written. And every single time, if you've been in these rooms, even if this is the first time in your room, I want you guys to listen. Every single thing that I speak about, just from what I feel, just from what I feel, I then pick up the book or my notes and I'm reading it and I'm like, ah, how is this the same thing that I was just saying? I want you guys to know if you've never known before that that's how life works. If you're willing to just be with yourself and really ask yourself, like, how do you feel? You will know if the things that you're doing are leading you closer to who and what you want to be, create, experience, all of that good stuff, or they're leading you further away. But let me tell you something. The path of distraction, let me tell y'all, it feels good. The lit life, it feels good. But that's not it. I've been saying since Sunday that my contract to outside has been signed. I've handed in my contract to outside because I'm going into hibernate. I'm going in to build, I'm going in to sit with myself and reflect. And it's so funny because yesterday a memory popped up on my Facebook and it said, I'm handing my resignation to outside. So yeah, this is a thing that I do. You'll see me chop over the next couple of months. You will see me birth so many things. So many things are going to be birthed. Why? Because there's a season for it. 
There's a season to grind. There's a season to build. There's a season to reflect. There's a season to be random. There's a season. What season are you in? Are you constantly doing the same thing, expecting the same results? And guess what? It's all a part of the same process. The seeds are planted in one season. With the right ingredients, they grow. You see a stem and then you see the flower. And then the flower opens up and blooms, but it was a seed. How did it become with the roots and then a stem and then flowers? And then it opens up and blooms and then guess what? That scatters more seeds. What are you doing? Because y'all like to be about the doing this. What are you doing with the seeds that are within you? Like, honestly, are you sharing them? Are you scattering them? Are you nourishing them? Are you nurturing them? Are you allowing them to grow? Or are they landing on dead soil? And so when you start to trust your feeling, many of us live in our minds. And I always say they're a great place to visit, but they ain't a great place to stay though. Are your, is your mind, your heart, and your spirit in alignment, is it? Do you know how you'll know? When you start experiencing all of the things that those alignment brings. And because many of us don't pay attention to where our heart is compared to where our heart is, sorry, where our mind is compared to where our heart is compared to where our spirit is, we don't know where we're at. We don't know where we're at. So we'll just live in our mind, living, thinking, 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 or we're living, feeling, 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 or we're living, being, 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 with, counting on the unknown, counting on the unknown, counting on the unknown, but laying down dead. No, your action has to align with your talking. Your talking has to align with your thinking. Your thinking has to align with your emotions. They've all got to match up. But if you've got loose lips and you're just saying things and putting no action behind it, putting no belief behind it, putting dead emotions, then how are you feeling to make that work? How are you feeling to make it manifest into something? So I'm just saying, level up. And when I say level up, think of a ruler. When you go and put the picture up on the, on the wall with the level, that liquid in the middle, it needs to be straight. And when it's straight, guess what? That liquid comes into balance. It's the same with you as a person. When you're in balance, when you're in alignment, everything adds up. But a lot of the time, we're living our lives just trying to adjust that ruler the whole time. Adjusting it, adjusting it, adjusting it, because we refuse to have our relationship with our mind as much as we've got one with our spirit, as much as we've got one with our emotions, as much as we've got one with our physical body. And just in case you still don't believe, I dare you to do stuff in your life that makes you believe 
I started with simple things. I started with visualizing the car space that my car was going to go into when I pulled up at Tesco's. You only need to see Tesco's in Slough to see how big it is. And I visualized it every time I went there. And I would obviously change the spot, third space down, third row in. As soon as I get there, my car's gonna be able to roll in. Of course it did. And I kept practicing and practicing and practicing and practicing until I started to believe in, okay, cool, things can really happen if you really put some energy into it. But some of you won't start there. Some of you won't visualize the lights turning green as you come to them at traffic lights. You won't visualize God giving you everything that you need to do as a plan. You wake up one day and the pen starts writing. You won't do it because it sounds random. You're still waiting for the ducks to line up. So you won't do it. You won't go and sit in silence for 10 minutes because Tanya's plugged that a million times because you ain't got 10 minutes because you're busy doing shit. You won't turn off your TV and pick up a book. You won't stop watching football to play ball. You won't stop reading through Instagram and everybody else's success stories to create your own because you're not willing to check your posture. Bro, I'm willing to believe that something better is happening for me. Something greater is coming. I'm going to sit on a different platform in a different space speaking to hundreds and thousands of people if that's what I'm supposed to do. I'm going to dance in rooms filled with hundreds of people getting sweat to the loudest DJ, literally lit, male, women, like everybody, children. I'm going to do it because I'm crazy enough to believe that I flipping am. I'm going to travel on private planes, literally blessing people in every country that we touch with a flipping team that's so frigging dope that y'all don't even understand. I believe it is going to happen. Furthermore, it's happening. I don't care if they don't even know that they're assigned yet. But that's because I'm willing to listen to these little whispered things that don't seem to make no damn sense because I feel like I'm talking to people of death. I feel like I'm giving, but people ain't using it. But that's the ego side of me. The other side says, bro, the team's gonna come out of nowhere. We're looking for evidence and facts. We're going to Google to get facts. We're saying, oh, but they said the world's gonna do this. And they said, bro, what do you feel? I'm scared to come in these rooms lately because I start calm and then it just goes wild. I just pray y'all are willing to believe like you've never believed before that you absolutely have the power, oh my God, to do anything. I will share my own stuff again and again and again and again and again and again because it's resilient that's built me. It's no's after no after no after no after you ain't good enough. That's awful. Y'all do y'all don't give a shit. And every single one has made me stand up stronger. Every single one. Listen, I've been in people's, I've been de defending other people, yeah? Because I don't like shit and I smell it from far. And then boom, 
I've been spoken about like she's this, she's that, you know, like in a bad way, but I don't care. Because I'm not going to sit around blind acting like we can just do things to people and it's okay. Oh, because you've got a, a, a bigger following or you've got impact and influence. I don't care. Be you. Be you. And know that's all you ever need to be. And sometimes just to be you, you've got to take off all the layers and all the cloaks that have stopped you from being you. All of them. All the titles, all the jobs, all the relationships, oh, all the trouble. You've got to take it all off. You've got to stop wearing it. You've got to stop wearing it. And so we are human beings, not human doings. Therefore, we must create time and space to just be I pray you never limit yourself to where you are now. I pray that when you pray, you prepare and position yourself to expect more. God is waiting to blow your mind. And honestly, he's been doing it the whole time. But are your lenses clean enough to use to see or is the vision blurry? I believe he is simply calling you to stay connected and aligned. Continue to put yourself at the forefront of the line. Financial freedom means you have savings, investments, and cash flow to live the life you deserve. Yet you have time. Are you prepared to fire yourself from your current point of view and fully accept that something greater is waiting for you? Financial freedom allows you to have time to be whilst you no longer worry about money coming in. If no one has ever told you before, I am inviting you to believe that this chapter in your life where you allow yourself to be financially free. You've got this, surrender, let go, be. And I basically think that signs up, signs up, sums up, serves up everything I just said in a long hour and a half. Give yourself permission to be. And I'm not just talking financially free, mentally free, emotionally free, spiritually free, physically free. And watch where that place leads you. Stop thinking if, should, would, could, and start doing now. Stop thinking when and start now. Stop thinking I can't and start I can you're the one, the one you've been looking for is you. God's not just looking for obedient servants. He's looking for people that are going to now use what he's given to them. It's a double-sided sword. Serve, be, have, give, learn, nurture, nourish. It's all, it's all, it's all happening at once. But that's how amazing we are. You're too good to not believe that something amazing is happening for you. Be great, guys. I don't believe anybody's got any more questions. So I'm out. Have an amazing, amazing, amazing day. And continue to believe in yourself. <laughs>